Welcome to Spirit Service Podcast. Uh, I'm not alone this week. Joined by my good friend Luke Froome. What's going on, mate? Combat Sport <laughs> Podcast that doesn't mess around. And we're not going to mess around here. We get straight into the news. Let's uh, talk about this whole Jones versus Stipe being off and uh, Aspinall versus Pavlovich for the interim heavyweight title added. Um, talk about Jones obviously being injured first. Eight months with a pectoral tear. Did you see the video? I did. Look pretty fucking like. Well, that's hard to say. It's like any time you see a pectoral tear on video, it looks fucking terrible. Like I seen one angle, it didn't. Like it didn't look like there was much to it. You just see like Jones, like ah, and then the other boys like sort of looking at him, like fuck. Yeah, like what? What's going on? Yeah, like what the fuck did I do here? Oh, it's weird. Like eight months. What's that out or? Like, yeah, it was but like it's it's something that requires surgery and like retake because he like completely tore the pectoral muscle off the bone. So like, would, would he be ready in eight months, or is it eight months just to recover? From That's that, what and I'm. Then we got to go through rehab and all the bullshit. Like, is it? Is it more like? No, what's going on there? Is it more like eighteen months? Yeah, that's that's the other thing that I'm questioning. Like, is this timeline, yeah, for recovery, or is the timeline for? Is he going to be back in eight months, or is he going to be back in fucking fifteen months after this? Like, how long is Stipe going to have to wait around to get this fight? Yeah, like if it's eight months and he's back, is there a need for the interim title? Like for the belt that they've put on to the card now? Yeah, that's it. Why not just elevate that person to full heavyweight? championship status I understand that yeah like you can't make the argument that Jones hasn't lost it but he should probably take a step or take a note from the uh, the division under him in the sense of like you know Hill got injured relinquished the title or was it the other way around Pajasko got injured relinquished yeah, the title then Hill first. won it then Hill got injured and relinquished the title yeah instead of now what, Pajasko's back yeah versus Pereira for the title? Um, I don't know. Dana never said anything, but in the video that I've seen of like Dana talking about it, where he's in like the office or whatever, he's got in the background it has that Pedraska and Pereira as like the main event, and it's got a title like the pit, like the little picture of a belt next to it. So I don't know if that means it is. I'm just trying to look it up here. Pereira versus. Uh, why? Pro just why would Pereira versus Pereira? I just, yeah. <laughs> Actually, that was the best meme. Did you see that? It was just a like a like a photo of one of their like you know how they've got like the such and such versus such and such, and there'll be a photo of them. Yeah, and yeah. it had Pereira versus Pereira, and the text was Alex Pereira when he realizes he himself has beat Israel Adesanya. <laughs> It was so fucking good. Um, hmm. I'm not sure if it's for the title. Yeah, like if you find the video that the UFC put up where Dana's like in the office talking about it, in there's like a whiteboard behind him and it has like the list of the fights. It has like Pradoshka versus Pereira and there's like the image of the like UFC title next to it and then under it is the... Uh, Aspinall and Pavlovich with the title next to that too. Yeah. So. Well, from what I'm reading here, yeah, these, like, these flyers say vacant light heavyweight belt. So that's for the title. 
and then you'd assume that the winner fights heel whenever he comes back, which shouldn't be long because he got injured quite a while ago. It was, it was a hand or something? Or? Uh, something like that. Hand, arm, maybe shoulder or something. It was a relatively bad injury. It wasn't as bad as what um, Prochaska got. He oh, like right. fucked himself up. He really badly hurt his shoulder and like tore a bunch of muscles and broke shit. Yeah, this is his first fight back for... Like a year and a half, maybe? Yeah, pretty much. And yeah, it's been quite a fucking while. A lot's happened in that division since then. Fuck off you. And um, who's the winner of that fight? If he was not ready. Ankalev, maybe? Ankalev or Blakowicz? Depends who's at the top of that division, really. Well, I don't really know who's outside the top five of those light heavyweights. You'd have to run Ankalev back with Walker first, wouldn't you? That's who Johnny Walker just fought, didn't he? Yes. So uh, that's interesting. Let's well, yeah, let's talk about that quickly because I do have like Vulcan Islam sort of next, so that might be a good like stepping stone onto that to talk about like those couple of fights that are on that card. Um, strange ass controversy. So you mentioned to me during the week that it was a first time doctor. Yeah, well, that's what Dana had said in the language barrier or whatever. But like, Walker wasn't wrong when he said he was in the fucking desert. 100% <laughs> he's not lying like <laughs> that's literally where he was in the desert <laughs> what did he have to say in the cage or yeah like did he have to be extremely like did he have to give you the longitude and latitude of the fucking stadium what did you want yeah he's the man was... the man looked at you and gave you an instant answer he didn't look around and go what's my name where am I yeah that's, that's when you get worried about somebody yeah it's all, all weird so they have to run that back 100% because that's a like it, well, it was deemed a no contest it wasn't even deemed like a disqualification or anything like that which in reality it should have been because it was a knee on the ground I believe I'm not I can't remember what it was but yeah I don't know what they they'd have to run that back so hopefully he'll isn't too far away then. yeah because I have no real other option but like heavyweight yeah that's true unless like, like I said unless you throw like yarn in there again but He's had his couple of shots and he lost that fight against Pereira, so... <coughs> oh, excuse me. He kind of needs to prove himself again, in my opinion. Yeah, that's fair. That's Speaking fair. of proving themselves, um, we saw Tomeo beat Usman on the co-main of that card, and then we've had Sean Strickland coming out during the week because, of, you know, Dana said whoever wins this fight, which is a really weird position to put both of those people in because... A, you know, comes up was like ranked, like sort of just outside the top 10 or either unranked at uh, middleweight. And so was Usman. It was his first fight at the weight. So for him to turn around and say that the winner of that fight is going to get the shot at Storm Strickland is kind of weird considering there's a couple of other people that probably should get that shot first. Oh, for sure. Like, why fucking, where's fucking Drake just two for C's fucking shot? Exactly. Like, he was meant to fight, he was meant to fight easy in Sydney. Yeah, 100%. Instead of Strickland, so why doesn't he fight him next? Like, Hamzat should be made to fight somebody else at 185. Well, Hamzat should fight Duplessis for the fucking, for the right to... Well, Duplessis already earned his shot. Give him the shot and make fucking... Well, make Hamzat have that fight he was meant to have with Paulo Costa or... Yeah, something like like that. Run that one back. Like, he doesn't warrant the shot right now. The only reason he warrants the shot is... Because he is who he is. Yeah, the height. Yeah. That's the only reason. But I have something to throw at you, Ned. Mm. 
Strickland makes it out of the first. Does he do home debut? Over five rounds. Like, Strickland can keep the one pace. If he can just be good enough on the ground defensively through the first five minutes. Like, I think Usman showed that over three home ducks, like. Yeah, this is true. Like, over five, you got, like, Strickland in your face. With that consistent w- pressure. Yeah. Better boxing. Like, just better stand-up game than Hamza. Yeah, Hamza's got power. But, like, Strickland is technically sound. Well, it's been shown that Strickland has power, him. too. Like, he fucking... He didn't knock out a sign you're out, but he fucking dropped him with that shot. Yeah, it only takes one hit. And it wasn't like a... He didn't load up on that shot, either. It was just a one-two, like... Yeah, I think his boxing out does Hamza. Yeah, 100%. Ground game, probably not, but... But that, that, that's the bigger question in itself. It's like, seen. if he can make it out and get past that wrestling, yeah. I, I do think his gas tank way outweighs Khan's odds. Like, can he... I don't know. Like, how, how good is Strickland's wrestling? I haven't seen I don't that. know. It's never been tested. So, like, as long as he's got good enough defense. Yeah. And can make it through, I would say, the first eight minutes of the fight. Mm. Burn through, like, you know, half of the second round. By the end of the fourth, I don't think fucking Kamzat's got much left. No, nah, God, no. I don't think I've seen him in a five-round fight. No, he's only had three-rounders. Mm. And, like, against Burns. Yeah, he was fucked by the end of that. Like, Strickland's going to be the same as Burns, man. He's Probably even worse. His, in your face, he's got that dog he wants to fight. Yeah, Hamzat's got it, but he relies on that first five minutes. Yeah. To be able to tire you out, and yeah, if you can withstand that, and then just keep building that pressure like Strickland does, not giving you a second to breathe in your face, he could definitely get it done. Like it's a, it's an interesting fight. The more I think about it, yeah. But back to your point, I don't think Hamza deserves it. No, God no. Given what he's done and who he's fought, and neither would have Usman if he won the fight. <laughs> No, Usman, Usman only gets the shot off the back of that fight because he was the welterweight champion. Yeah. And like, I don't care what anyone says. He fucking dominated at welterweight for so long. Oh, for so long, man. Like, Since that Tyron Woodley fight that we both watched together. Like, he was just... I remember you sitting there, because I didn't really know much about the UFC, and everyone else in the room was just like, Woodley's going to do this, and Woodley's going to do that, and you were like, this cunt's going to get fucked. And yeah. he did, for five rounds. He just got held onto and just manhandled. Well, as long as Usman's allowed to get you into his world, you're pretty fucked at welterweight. Yeah. And, like, Woodley has power, yes. But Usman was able to, like, Usman had equally as much power. Just able to negate that. Yeah, but if and if Usman had tagged him, he could have put fucking Woodley out. It wasn't... And then he just, yeah, got in that habit of relying way too much when he's striking after the, after the Masvidal knockout. Yeah. And then he just started throwing hands with everybody and not relying on his wrestling. And that's what eventually did him in. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think he would have... Like, Usman probably had the right to just step in. Yeah. And fight Strickland if he wanted to. Yeah, you're right. He does He does have more of a claim to that kind of thing. But I'd still also like to see him fight somebody else in the middleweight division. And I'm actually kind of happy that he lost. Because it opens him up to, like better fights like imagine well he was talking about it earlier during the week it'd be good to see a Whitaker versus Usman fight 
because Whitaker's got pretty good like wrestling yeah, he's and way better like like you know he's probably the second best striker in that division if anything I'd say he's the more well-rounded striker than Adesanya Adesanya's more precise obviously oh, and, and more technical for sure but well-rounded as like as a whole like if you incorporate boxing and kickboxing and all that kind of thing Robert Whittaker is the more well-rounded striker oh for sure yeah for sure. Were you as devastated as the rest of Australia the other day? Pretty sure there was just a collective fucking oh at 5am. There was a collective oh, but there was a part of me that was like... There's a reason that that happened. Yeah, there's a part of me that's like fair. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to make excuses or whatever. No, nah, fuck no. But, like, he didn't, so yeah, nobody but, else has any right like, to. Not having a camp against Islam is a bad idea for anybody. Yeah. Like... I don't care who you are. You fucking... You can beat anyone at any of them weight classes and you're not going to beat Islam if you're not prepared. The fact... Like, I think the fact that he's so annoying in his public persona, right, is the reason that people forget just how talented he actually is. There's a reason that, like, when Khabib was, like, the champion, he said, nah, this dude is better than me. There's, like, only one dude that can, like, tap me in the gym, and that's him. And he strikes better, too. Oh, he showed that his striking's better. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Um, Don't get me wrong. We're not saying he's a better striker than Volkanovski or anything like that. It was just an opening. Yeah, and he's... He's going to be a better striker than anybody who's underprepared for him. I mean, like, I'd be saying the same thing if it was any, anybody else that would have stepped in that octagon yeah. like, 11 days' notice. Like, you're not... You can afford him. You can afford Islam four times before, and went five rounds every time. <coughs> you can still go in there, ex- like knowing what to expect. Yes, but not being trained and drilled, even though you're a professional. There's a reason they have fucking camps. These Dagestani guys, they fucking do nothing but just live in the mm. mountains and train. That's yeah, exactly. all they do. Exactly. Like you can't. You can't, like, it's 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 not to say that you can't, but it is a fucking mammoth task to ask somebody to come off the couch two weeks beforehand and be one of the best, if not the best fighter on the planet right now. Yeah. Like, I don't care who you are. You're not beating him. Yeah. Like... John Jones is arguably better, but in my opinion, Mark Jeb, considering all the stuff that's, like, you know, Jones has only just come back and won the heavyweight title. Now he's injured again. They should give Makachev that number one spot for a little while. Oh, for sure. Because he's been elevated to number two, which is fair. He's completely earned that. But especially with Jones being injured, and then like you got to like we had the conversation before. Even if it's eight months, Makachev's gonna have another fight in that time. He's probably gonna get another win. Yeah, if he does, he needs to be elevated to that spot. You think he goes around again, March, April? Yeah, probably against Oliveira. Yeah, more than likely. And if he gets that done again, then you can't argue that he's not the number one fighter on the planet. Oh, it's already hard to argue. It like, really is, like I said. Like Jones is going to be number one at them weights. Whatever, and that's the thing. Jones can come back and reclaim his spot. I've got no problem in saying that. Like, if he comes back and just dominates whoever the fuck wins this interim spot or Stipe or does both of them, yeah, number one, 100%, go. That's unarguable. But for this period of time, you need to give the man his accolades that he's earned. Oh, for sure. Mm. 
For sure. Like then, I was going to say, like Jones is always going to be king. Like, yes. And I've never, like, I'm never going to take it away from him or deny it. But like, as a heavyweight, I feel they shouldn't really come into like pound for pound because now everything's on size, size and strength. Like, if you're big enough and strong enough at heavyweight and technically sound enough, you're going to just about dominate. That's true. Like, and Jones has that wrestling ability and he's always had that wrestling ability from back when he was fucking 20. Yeah. Like, he's not... I don't know, there's no one at them weights that was ever going to challenge Jones in a wrestling match. No. Like and he still probably isn't. Yeah, he's too long. <laughs> Like, you look up, his reach is something, like, ridiculous, like, 93 inches or something. It's insane. Like, it's fucking... He's, like, honest, like a monkey. Yeah. He's got that much reach. Yeah. Like, so, I, I don't know. I, like, if he was 155 pounds against Islam, that's a good fight. Oh, dude. <laughs> Amazing. Like, like, that's how pound for pound ranking should be. Yeah. Like, if you put Islam up at heavyweight, that's a fucking still a good fight. Oh yeah, just yeah. Even in some realm where like Jones was still at light heavyweight and like Islam was one hundred and eighty five pounds and could easily make that shit. Like yeah, like like I feel like Jones wins that because of his reach. Yeah, and like his ability to whack a man in the fucking choke. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like you've seen that with fucking Leo and the Cheetah. Oh, dude. <laughs> like, it's like you can't watch that and not just be like oh. Unless you're a serial killer, there's not some part of you that doesn't just go, oh, when his limp body just face plants the canvas. And Jones just walks away with zero expression, just not even, like, celebrating or anything. He just walks to the other side of the cage and gets on it, just looks around. It's it's one of them, like, chokes too, like, you didn't know what was going on. You could put it side by side with, like, a lion killing a gazelle. In the fucking Sahara, and it's the same footage. Yeah, like, but you didn't know what was going on from the camera angle. Like, you could tell he had, mm. like, Machida held there. It's the same. Then, like, the next minute he just, like, lets him go and he just face plants the floor and he's like, what the fuck? Like, it's all- Like, how did he have him in a choke in the fucking. Like, his arms are that fucking long. If Garn didn't tap, probably about three more seconds would have been the exact same thing, but just sitting down. Yeah. Like, and, like, I said something, I think I said something to someone about it before the fight. I said, Jones can choke people from the weirdest fucking angles. Mm. Like, he's got that leverage and that, like, them long arms where he can grab you and, like, I don't know, it's like he's able to twist his arm in a way that it shouldn't be fucking twisted. Like, yeah, like, the Machida, like, just the actual, like, the ferocity of the way that he did it against Machida in the sense that he had it locked and then he just stands up and just bends his neck so fucking hard that it's like, oh, I'm crushing this dude's windpipe. And then the Garn one was so, like, interesting to just watch over and over again. And the way that he just subtly just goes, oh, this isn't working. And just, like, pops his arm out that little bit, slides it back. Like, the way that he just effortlessly just slides his arm back under his fucking neck and just goes, okay, it's in now. I'm going to choke you. Yeah, it's... And that title is mine, thanks. Yeah, his ability to do that to anybody in the world is... Terrifying. Oh, fuck yeah. There's a there's a great clip of um Andrew Schultz on um the Joe Rogan experience and he's talking about how like John Jones being the heavyweight champion and shit like that. He's like, Imagine being John Jones and understanding that there's like there's not another man on the planet 
that can do anything to you in hand-to-hand combat. He's like, imagine what that feels like. Yeah, He's like, and imagine the repercussions that like comes with on a psyche of a person kind of thing. Oh, like the ego you. that that creates, man. It's the same thing that Mike Tyson would have experienced back in the day. Like right in his prime when he was just flatlining people in 25, 30 seconds. Like you, you hear but those shots kind of thing. It's not even the psyche that you get from yourself. Mm. It's just the random bloke that walking down the street goes, you're the fucking baddest man on the planet. Yeah. Like it's getting that acknowledgement from another man. Yes. Like, that would drive that fucking ego. And especially at, like, 20, 21-year-old. Oh. Like, bro, can you imagine that 21-year-old, you're walking down the street and everyone's going, you're the baddest man on the planet. You are the most feared man on all seven continents. Yeah, like, and you don't, like, you haven't even done anything to these people. And no. none of them want to fuck with you. No. <laughs> like, the animal that the public feels from doing that. 100%. Like, it's not even, it's not even the animal that's built from them being like, oh yeah, I'm a fucking tough guy. Yeah. I can fucking slug anyone. It's the acknowledgement from like another man saying to you, like, I don't want to fuck with you, bro. You're cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what drives some people to be like, I can do whatever the fuck I want. No one, like, no wonder they get in like trouble and caught up it's, in the fucking it's, law and like, that it's sort of bullshit. 100%. It's not to say that anything they do is right. But like, it is to say that you can understand it to a degree. When yeah, like literally... I'm not agreeing with all the shit they've done and been in trouble for. No way. Like, they've done some fucked up shit. Yeah. But, like... When every headline you read is just, like, the baddest man on the planet, like you said. You're just like, how don't you just fucking like, lose it? And you're going into, like, a fight with another killer. Yeah. And you're at a dollar ten. Yeah. Like, to win. That can't train his entire life. And murdered everybody before him. And he's paying $10. Yeah, to beat you. Yeah. Because you just annihilated everybody that's already been known to be better than you. Yeah. Like... Yeah, just, um, like just, yeah, imagine the level of ego that that builds in oh, a person. Oh, fuck yeah. Ridiculous. And then, like, especially... And like, you know what? And it's really a testament to some people, like, you could say, like, Volkanovsky, right? And even people like Markachev and people like that, like, would get talked about in that sense, that get built up of, like, man, they'll just fuck anybody that gets put in front of them. But they're still humble and normal. But the, the difference is, though, Ned, they're getting that now at 26, 27, 28. Yeah, this like, is true. They're not thrown into it fresh, like, at 20-year-old. Like, at 20 years old... Mike Tyson was the world heavyweight champion, mm. the baddest man, like, and being called the baddest man on the planet. Yeah. While you've got Customata, who's like studied psychology, mm-hmm. but isn't like a psychologist or anything, sitting there telling you you are going to be the best thing ever, like every single fucking day. Customata was a sociopath, a hundred percent. Oh, bro, then like to the point of taking Mike to get hypnotized. Yeah. Before fights and shit, so he just had no fear of nothing. Like, the people behind them are what build the animal. Like, if fucking... Like, side note, if you're fucking... If you go to the gym and you listen to this and you're having an off day and you're like, man, I don't really, like... Don't really feel like going and lifting or anything today. Go to YouTube, look up Mike Tyson's, like, speech to himself before he goes to the ring. Uh, you cannot just, not want to run through a wall after hearing that. And that's the no, kind just of... Type sh- in, just type in a lesson on intimidation by Mike Tyson. That's the one. On YouTube. And... Fucking that's just that's talking about. terrifying. The way that he speaks about himself. Like, 
the fact that somebody that looks like that and does that to other people can actually have those thoughts of like I'm nothing I'm worthless and then in a matter of a minute just like I'm a god I'm a conqueror yeah, nobody you, can fucking touch me say, so something like he's had like for three months he's dreamed of like being knocked out and like mm. this man beating him and all this shit but then like once he gets into the ring it all just fucking goes away yeah and he's the man like it's it's good listening it is sure. it's a fucking solid it's listening. probably only like a minute minute and a half clip I think it doesn't go for that long no nah. but yeah that's but it's all you need oh fuck yeah fuck yeah it's fucking like nearly on par with the fuck oh dude like going back to the Garn um, Jones fight did you see the there's like a video of Goggins meeting up with Jones before the fucking like they're like a couple of weeks out maybe like a month out from the fight or something like that Oh, and Goggins right. just turns up to his fucking gym and just the way that he's like he's all smiling and all that kind of shit and instantly smile fades and he's just like looking Jones straight in the eyes and he's just like man like you know that comes ready to find out like where his world ends and yours begins and he just repeats <laughs> it to him like three times and Jones is just like yes sir <laughs> I think if there's one person that scares John Jones it's probably David Goggins <laughs> Yes, because it's so fucking intense. Yeah, that's it. And it's only because of intensity. It's like, I could kill this dude, but he'd probably still find a way to come back. (laughs) (laughs) He'd fucking haunt me forever. Self-resuscitating for the cunt. Well, you know who won't be self-resuscitating for him? Fucking king of the Segway, Showtime Boxing. Oh, there's no resuscitation. They're out of the game. They're done. Daddy Al's fucked it. What have you done, Heyman? Good on for their service to boxing, though. Brought some classics over the years, but... That was heaps funny as well. Everyone was heaps excited for Canelo. Like, oh, man, Canelo's finally on Showtime. We've got him over here. And it's like, your know, name company's dead, so guess who fucked it? <laughs> 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 All right, so we can either afford to keep running for another five years, or we can air three Canelo fights. Hmm. <laughs> One fight later. <laughs> <laughs> One fight later. So, uh, it turns out we can't actually afford to air the rest of the Canelo fights. <laughs> we can't afford to air nothing. <laughs> We're done. It's, just, it's that scene from The Simpsons where the fucking, where the Duff, where they outlaw alcohol in that episode and the Duff company's like, oh, we made our new and non-alcoholic beer and then it's like 20 minutes later they're putting the out-of-business sign on the thing. <laughs> well, that went fast. <laughs> Pretty much. It's fucking, it's gone. It is fucking gone. It's, it's, it's gone, like you explained before, Showtime itself isn't going away. It's obviously still like HBO and all those kind of things. But Showtime boxing in the, like in its entity is going away from Showtime. Remains to be seen where it's going to end up or where all these fighters are going to end up. It seems like at this point there's a bidding war between Amazon Prime and DAZN for the rights to this kind of thing. Well, I fucking hope they don't go to Amazon It'd be such a pain in the ass, man. I really don't want to have to deal with another subscription service. That's exactly what I was about to say. I don't have to pay, like, more money to just go fucking Well, design. to be honest... Just I, go to Design and Design charge me an extra fucking 10 bucks. I, I just care. I just cancelled my Design subscription, but if Design were to get the rights to all the Showtime boxes and have that level of a stable, I'd definitely subscribe again. Because the amount of free fights that they will be able to put on... Oh, fuck yeah. Like, just go to Design. Yes. Like, like just make boxing better, please. Like make all it. of these fighters that are on this Showtime banner together should just be like, look, this is where we want to go because this is an actual boxing platform instead of going to a platform that doesn't show any sports. Well, they should just 
go to the zone and run. Yes. The money's real. Like, you know what you're getting paid. You don't have... Like, anyone who's on oh, Showtime or the PBC is relying on an upside from pay-per-views. It's not that the Amazon money isn't real. Amazon money is definitely real. Bezos is fucking loaded. But it's been proven time and time again that Amazon have a fucking terrible track record with everything. They bought the rights to the Lord of the Rings and tried to air the most difficult fucking Lord of the Rings like part that you possibly could. The reason that Peter Jackson didn't do it is because he said it was literally unfilmable. I don't, I just, I and just Amazon's don't just see. like, here's a billion dollars. Fuck it up. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't want to see Amazon fuck. Yes. Another thing. like It's already just... exorbitantly priced as it is. That it's like, I don't want to pay for another subscription service with a bunch of shit that I don't want to watch just to watch some boxing fights that are A... Probably going to have pay-per-view prices on top of that and then B, not be marketed correctly because Amazon has never had anything to do with sports. Yeah, I'm... I'm what the fuck does that fucking geek know about boxing? I'm not keen on Amazon. I mean, he, like... Bezos is only interested in it because of the money that's in boxing. Exactly. Like, why the fuck hasn't he reached out to the UFC? Exactly. Like, the money that's in boxing is fucking ridiculous. Like, as long as you get to, like, world fringe, you're getting paid. Mm-hmm. And you're getting paid fucking well. Like, the money that's in boxing is ridiculous. That's why Bezos wants it. Like, at least the zone have already been, like, it's already proven. Yeah, but that's a thing. Yeah, the, like, app, the app might not be, like, the greatest. You do still get some lags and shit in it. But, like, it's shit that can be fixed. Like, once. You know, the, like, the zone probably doesn't have enough. People actually subscribe to it everywhere for it to count for him to be like, well, I've got people fucking tuned in. Exactly. And like bringing in that level of like, you know, those caliber of fighters from the Showtime roster would allow you to get the revenue to do that kind of thing. And it makes sense because the zone is purely a sporting platform. It's just that that's all you're paying for. If you're paying $25 a month, that's it. That you're just paying for your sports. If you're going to move to something like Amazon Prime, it's probably already like 30 to $40 a month as it is. You're probably going to add another fucking thing on top of that to have this like sports fucking program. And then, like I said, oh, sure. there's people that aren't just going to take their fucking fights being aired for free. They're going to want pay-per-view revenue because that's the model that they've worked off for so long. You can't take that away from these fighters. So there's going to be an extra charge on top of it. People aren't going to pay those prices, man. Oh, fuck no. It's the reason that Showtime died is because they were charging exorbitant prices for all their pay-per-views and giving you three fight cards. Yeah, well, and it's the reason that, um, like, everyone uses, like, in America and shit, they all use them fire sticks or whatever. Yes. Like, there's a reason they use them. Like, you are charging people. Like, I was listening to something the other day. Like, you've got Ngano Fury this weekend. Mm-hmm. Just as a fucking example. In the UK, 21, £21.99 or something. Which I'm not sure what that works out to be, but I know that's a lot over there. America, you're looking at, I think they said it was like $82. Jesus Christ. For the card? That's or, heinous. But then I think after they include the taxes and GST or whatever the fuck they pay over there on top, because the, they get taxed on fucking everything, it like goes to nearly 85 bucks mm. or something like that that they're paying. Like, you're charging. The people in America, ridiculous amounts of fucking money. Like we probably pay, like a good average fight here, thirty like, forty. 
like on Foxtel might be like sixty. Yeah. Like for the UFC cards and. All yeah, they're mainly shit. always like, sixty, but then then again, like sometimes the, you get away with like the zone cards that are like fifteen bucks and shit like that. Yeah. So we could really say that like our average is like forty bucks. Yeah, probably around something there. like that. Yeah, for, probably forty fifty bucks. Yeah, like the average. Like in America, I think like. Like most of their pay per views are like over a hundred dollars. It's ridiculous, man. Like, I just buy a fucking ticket. Yeah, yeah. You better have buying a flight and going fucking front row. <laughs> yeah, like might as well. Like a hundred bucks just to sit at home and watch it. Yeah, and they wonder why people stream shit. Mm-hmm. Like they wonder. Yeah, they wonder why like their section of the fucking promotion is dying, and it's like, yeah, it's because you. Try to gouge people for fucking bullshit. Yeah, well, like, I know we're not the only fucking country going through all this fucking price hike in fucking living. God, no. Like, it's affecting everyone fucking everywhere. No, it's a global economic crisis. Like, so you want, like, people who are already fucking struggling to somehow fork out, like, a hundred odd dollars just to watch yeah. your program. Yeah, for because, four hours. Like, I'm not sure, I'm not trying to demean a either of us or be like the fans of the sport of boxing but boxing isn't technically not you know it's never really been like a rich man's fucking sport no people have families man exactly bro (laughs) you want kids to get into the sport exactly but you don't want to put it at a price point where like people can afford and you wonder and you wonder why the sport's dying yeah, like, it's because yeah, like you said, the UFC might charge sixty dollars once a month for a fucking pay per view, but there's three events outside of that which are free to air. Yeah, oh, what, why'd we only do, you know, four hundred thousand pay per view buys? Because your price point's a hundred odd dollars. Drop it to fifty. The most annoying like thing that I hate to fucking agree with is like, did you see that KSI Logan Paul shit the other week? Like one point five million buys. That shit's keeping boxing alive with the children. What was, what was that on? What was that? The zone. And how much were they charging there for like 30 bucks? Probably like 30 or 40 bucks or some shit. Yeah, you gotta make this shit fucking like affordable for people. And that's the thing, like I'd never pay that fucking kind of money for it, but you can't argue the point that it's like kids aren't bothering their fucking parents to see that shit. And it's one of those things, it's like you only watch five or six fights before you know, algorithms start getting to you and then you're like, oh, you want to see KSI, why don't we start showing you Vasily Lomachenko and Canelo Alvarez and you start appreciating the sport. Yeah, well, it's just got to be cheaper now. Yes. Like, it's, it's not affordable for people overseas. Like, for us, it's not bad. It's like 3 bucks. Oh, yeah, even then, you can argue that sometimes it's a bit too much for us. But yeah, 100 bucks, especially in a place with a minimum, like, the minimum wage is like just over 10. No. Yeah, like, can't be done. What you got to get like thirty people together just to justify affording a fight? Yeah, well, they like they wonder why people have like parties and like the flights and shit. Yeah, like make it affordable and then like five people that have like all congregated together probably drop to maybe three. Yeah, like you could probably almost triple your viewers mm-hmm. if you made it cheaper. Oh, you'd you'd easily double your revenue. Like, uh. Davis versus Garcia. Like, what do they reckon that done? I'm pretty sure it was like, it wasn't in the millions. It was like in the hundreds of thousands. Yeah. Like, you could have doubled that if that fight was fucking 50 bucks. 100%. Everyone would have bought that. Oh, fuck yeah. Like, you still make the same amount of money, but you get more viewers. You get more eyes on the sport. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just, 
it doesn't make sense. That's why I think the apps are better. Mm-hmm. Like with design, yeah, the they probably charge for I don't know what maybe like four events like put them on as like a pay per view. Yeah, but like that's only for the fighters that they've invested hundreds of millions of fucking dollars into. Yeah, that's it. Like, Everything outside of that generally tends to be free to air. Yeah, well, like Can- Canelo, they, the, that first contract was like 11 flights for 365 million fucking dollars. Yeah. Well, you know, got to make money some, back somewhere. Exactly. Like I fucking understand that. So yeah, he charges fucking 30 bucks to watch him. Cool. Same with Adair. Yeah. Put his money into him, charges 30 bucks to watch him. Cool. But like throughout the month, you will get four five shows on there for nothing. Yeah, you might turn it on some weekends and there's like fucking two or three cards on. Yeah, like it's, like you're at least getting like value for money over the month if you use the app and watch all of their events. So yeah. You, you can sort of justify, yeah, 30 bucks, whatever. But like, I don't know, yeah, I don't, I hate to think what Amazon will do with like. Yeah, it's a fucking scary thought, man. Well, they will charge, I reckon they'll just charge globally what the fuck they're charging the people in America. 100%. So why, because why wouldn't they? It's yeah. one of those things. It's like it's the only place to see it, unless you can stream it, and that's just getting harder and harder to do. Oh yeah, like they're gonna charge every kind of hundred bucks to watch it. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I'd, I'd prefer the zone. Oh, Amazon. Yeah, it remains to be seen how that's gonna go. Um, why don't we finish off here by? Not even really much to talk about in regards to the fight, but how do you fucking think this thing is going to go tomorrow? If Fury just keeps it distant, just gadget him. Yep. It's just, yeah. As much as Fury's like, no, 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 no. You've said that about everybody. Yeah, you've literally said that about everybody. And yeah, you've done it to a couple of your past opponents, but some of your past opponents have been fucking trash cans. Like, like yeah, you, you can be in the pocket. But answer this, nerd. Who would you rather be in the pocket against? Wilder or Ngannou? Oh, Wilder, 100%. <laughs> Wilder all day. <laughs> like, I've just got to move the top half of my body and then I'm fine. Yeah, like... I don't want to be in the pocket with Ngannou. He doesn't have to load up to knock me out. No, not at all. Like, Wilder needs you at the end of the shot. He needs you to be at distance at the end of that right hand to knock you the fuck out. Yeah. Like, Ngannou show, has shown he fucking... He doesn't need you to be that far away. Like, when he knocked out fucking Rosenstrike or whatever it was, like... There was no technical ability to that. He just ran forward and threw his arm. Yeah. And, like, managed to hit fucking Rosenstrike from... They were probably a foot away from each other. And he's got really good hand speed. Like, he's... He's, he's real fast for a big dude. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Fury, I say... I say the win. Yeah. For Fury. And Garnu Has a puncher's chance. Like, I hate using the term, but... Against Fury, he's probably just got a puncher's chance. Yeah. But, boy, did that motherfucker have a punch. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> if there's anyone that's ever had a puncher's chance, it's fucking Francis Ngannou. <clears throat> and, like, I don't know. Fury's shown he can be hit. Yeah, especially in these later years. Yeah, and he's not, like, not great against shorter people. 
Like, I'm trying to make points that, like, give and garner a bit of a shot. Yeah. But, like, in reality... At the end of the day, if Fury just decides to box for eight rounds, that's how it will go. Yeah, if Fury decides to wind back the clock to fucking, what, 2017? Yeah, something like that. When he beat Klitschko. He'll quite easily get it done. Oh, fuck yeah. But if he decides to engage in any way in some stupid fucking... Brawl. Yeah. Then it could go sideways for him. Very fast. Oh, fuck yeah. He could end up sideways. Yes. <laughs> Very fast. <laughs> like laying on the fucking floor. So, yeah. I, I see one-way traffic. Yeah. Sort of. And go the distance, I feel. You would assume so. Like... It's only eight rounds, so... And, like, off the back of Fury's attitude... If, like, Fury can carry him and make it look interesting. I think there might be a rematch clause in this. Yeah, potentially. But so, he's got to get through this undisputed fight first. Yeah, so... Usyk's out there, so... I just feel like it's... Sort of set up. So Fury can be like, yeah, I'll fight him. I'll fight Usyk. I have to go back and fight him. Yeah, probably. He doesn't have to fight fucking Wilder or AJ or anybody else. Yeah, like, well, the only person who's probably willing to get in there would be fucking Wilder, because he knows he can beat him. Yeah. Like, not saying he doesn't know that he can beat AJ, but, like... But he doesn't know that. Yeah, but he, ha- he hasn't done it. Exactly. So, yeah, I feel like that's the way Fury goes. In fact, if you go back in interviews and look at the only fucking experience that Fury's had with AJ, it was, oh, I thought I was going to do this to this guy, and he fucking nearly uppercutted me into another dimension. Yeah, and then tried to downplay it all. Yeah. So, uh, Fury by points, and Garner punches him. Yeah, that's generally how it would go. I said that was going to be the last point of the show, but it can't be the last point of the show, because we do need to talk about this shit. It's fucking huge news. Amanda Serrano, contesting. Uh, we'll look up Facebook so I can actually give both of these ladies their full justice, because... It would be wrong to just go, Amanda Serrano is fighting somebody and this is what's happening. Amanda Serrano versus Daniela Ramos will be the first ever women's unified championship bout contested over 12 three-minute rounds. They finally heard us through. The bitching finally got through. Give the ladies time to work, mate. Hey. Look, don't get me wrong. The fight's so action-packed for fucking two minutes. They are, and it's but, what allows them to be. But... You want equality in everything. Mm-hmm. You're getting it. Exactly. Three-minute rounds is... It opens up the way... It changes the sport for like, women. Changes Be- everything. Because they, they can't just go in there and brawl for two minutes now. You've got that extra minute. You need to fucking think about things. You need to work on your cardio. You need to be a bit more technical. Yeah, you need... Everything needs to be better now. Yeah. Like, and I'm not saying it's shit, but as I said earlier, as time goes on with the, all the sports sciences and all that shit that we have these days, like, women's sport, they are becoming more athletic and more entertaining. Yeah, 100%. Like, the only reason they haven't really made that money is because the men's is purely more entertaining. Yeah. Apart from probably combat sports. (laughs) Like... (coughs) You know, you see a combat sport and you're like, fuck yeah. Yeah. And then the women get in it and they fucking actually have a crack. You're like, fucking oath. And then yeah, you like realize, the women in the UFC are pretty good to watch. Yeah, and then you realise in boxing, why the fuck are they only fighting for two minutes? Fuck yeah. two minutes. 
Or like sometimes you don't even like you know, you just forget because you're watching championship boxing at the end of the day, like when they're women and you're like, fuck. Like they get to the end of the fight, like fuck that fight went quick. Yeah. And then like, you know, thirty seconds later, oh fuck that's right, only two minute round. Because legitimately, like it's only twenty minutes as <laughs> yeah. opposed to thirty six. Like plus the like minute breaks or whatever in between. Yeah. But like yeah, you're watching a women's fight sometimes and you're like it's that full of action because it's two minutes. It's like, fuck, I, I wish they had that extra minute to work. Yeah. Like, like, can you imagine if they just come out and fight like they did for two minutes with mm-hmm. the three? Like, I won't fucking complain with it. 100%, man. It's going to be, like, well, that's the thing. Like, that pace probably isn't sustainable over a 12, like, you know, three minutes for 12 rounds. But... It'd be fucking interesting to see if they did. And then also outside of that, it's just going to be interesting to see how they work with that extra minute and that extra time. Oh, fuck yeah. Like, I don't know. I feel like Clarissa Shields now ends up with a way higher KO ratio. Oh, 100%. Like, now that she can actually, like, sort of wear people down oh, over that it. extra period of time instead of just having to. Them. What was it? Women's championship fights were. 10 2 minute rounds 20 minutes like so now you've like got the extra fucking like 10 minutes added on to them rounds exactly let's go for an extra like 26 minutes dude now by the time you've been in the ring for 20 minutes you're only fucking midway through the 7th round yeah you still got another fucking 5 and a half rounds to go as opposed to a minute like that's like nearly that's like nearly a whole fucking fight yeah like, it's, like, double, nearly, nearly doubled their fight time. Pretty much. Or, pre, or like, over, just almost over doubled the amount of time. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, like we were talking about before in regards to pay and all those kind of things, if they're going to do the fucking work, they deserve to get paid for it, man. So, oh, eventually, yeah. hopefully, this starts, uh, uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, it just starts all of, you know, the rest of women's boxing, this being the standard for it. And then the pay standard's going to come with it. Because the viewership's going to come with it as well. Yeah, well, they've already put... Um, like, people have already put on all women's cards and proved they can be a success. Yeah. Like, so now... Like, you know... I mean, over, you would have noticed it, Ned, over the last... Even five years, the growth in women's boxing. Like, the technical ability of these women now. Like, it's all progressing forward. Yes. Like, the younger women, the younger women that are coming through... Some of them are fucking spectacular. Yeah. Like, great boxing ability. Now they actually get the time to show the work they can do. Mm-hmm. So in turn, they should start to see the profits increase. 100%. In their pockets, because they will be able to solely put on women's cards that, you know, the fights go for 12 rounds, yeah. 10 rounds. Like, but they're all over three minutes. Yes. Like, it's going to... It's going to improve the quality and the pay, mm-hmm. which, and then I feel like other sports should take note because, you know, you got some women that are playing, you know, over here rugby league. Like, why do the women play seventy minutes? Bro, give them fucking eighty. Exactly. Extra what is five an extra? Half. What's an extra ten minutes? Yeah, like, and like I feel like that, like this here with boxing should start to set a fucking standard everywhere for it. Yes. Like, you know, you just women want equal pay and I agree if you're doing the same work you deserve the same fucking money 100% 
So that's how the standard should be. Yeah. Same work, same pay. So now, hopefully, women's boxing you see start to take a step in yeah the right direction. Because like, women are deserved to get fucking paid too, man. Hundred percent, especially somebody like Amanda Serrano who's put in some fucking work over the last couple of years to like fuck yeah, you like really sort of be that face of women's boxing. Fucking put it on the map. Yeah, fucking like Like she's had some fucking, you know, like she obviously like lost that fight against Taylor kind of thing, but fuck, she's been active and she's been active in some fucking blockbuster fights. That's what I'm. That's what I'm interested to see. Like the women, like (coughs) Serrano, Katie Taylor. Yeah, even the like the ones you mentioned coming up, like Sky Nicholson's and stuff like that. Yeah, like how. Well, mainly the old ones. How do they adjust to these three minute rounds now? It's going to be interesting. Like if you've been fighting two minute rounds for. Your entire career. Yeah, like, you know, the last 10 years. How the fuck, like, <laughs> you got to make big adjustments in your game still. Yeah. Like, it affects everybody. The younger women are probably the ones that benefit from this. Most likely, yeah, because they're sort of well, got that fluctuation. They're, yeah. they're going to be able to actually manipulate and adjust properly. Their training and, and their bodies, really. Yeah, like, you've, you've been fighting one way for 10 years. And you're used to like rounds at a certain time and you know, you've got to put in this work to how do you break out of that? Yeah, that's very true. Like how do you break them old habits where you're like, fuck hands of work? Mm-hmm. And then like just feel like you've been there forever? So no minute can be a fucking long time depending on what you're doing, man. If you're like starting to get touched up. Minutes a long time in the <laughs> ring, man. <laughs> a lot can happen in a fucking minute. And if you're starting to get touched up, man, you're like, oh, and you look over that clock and you're like, oh, there's a whole 60 seconds left. <laughs> yeah, like... And my face hurts. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's interesting all around the board. Mm. Like, and... Yeah, hopefully this trickles down into everything and then, you know, I'm not sure what's been going on in the amateurs, but they were all, all used to be like two-minute rounds too. Yeah, they did too, didn't they? So, like... We fucking boost them to three, so then everyone's at fucking three minutes. Exactly, why not? Everybody gets the same amount of fucking time. Yeah, well... Everyone's like, used to the same system. The, like, good adjustment to have to make. Yeah. Whereas if you're just used to it, you're used to it. Yeah, you're right. That is probably... A, that's a really good point to make, to look at, to whether these older fighters are going to be able to adjust to this system, or how many of them actually decide to adhere to this anyway. Yeah, well, how many... How, how many women have been in training and sparring over three minutes? As opposed to two. Are you preparing for fights? Yeah. Like, your rounds in sparring are going to be two minutes because you've got two minutes to work in. Exactly. So you've got to get used to that a lot. You wouldn't be overtraining yourself. Yeah. So now you've got to adjust your whole training schedule and everything to, you know, reach your peak performance. Mm-hmm. So, like, they've got to make training adjustments so they're not wearing themselves out before fights. Like, you know, it could be... Weight like, adjustments, cardio adjustments. Like just, just everything. Everything. Like, I'm keen to see how it works. Yeah. Especially after, you know, 12 months, 12, 18 months, even two years. Like, yeah. once everyone's adjusted to it properly, I feel like the women's boxing is really going to fucking open up. 100%, man. Like, because we've always said, like, in women's boxing, there's a big gap between the women at the top, the women coming through, and the women at the bottom. Yes. Like, now I feel like it's, it's going to open up so much more because then women that aren't brawler-type fighters have their time to work because they're boxing now. Exactly. So, like, it's going to open up. Now, some women might, you're looking like, oh, not that great, but you look at 
a lot of blokes on a lot of undercards and they're fucking on that grade. Exactly. So, yeah, I feel like this will open up for the women. You know, the ones that don't look that great because they don't have the time to work mm-hmm. would, like, now might start getting the recognition. Exactly, man. Yeah, you'd assume that there's people that are absolute fucking cardio machines that are like, yeah, if I had that extra minute to work, I could just fucking purely outwork this person. Oh, fuck But yeah. they don't have the time to tire anybody out. Like, how many times do you hear in, like, you know, the corner or something of, like, these men. Last 60 seconds, go for it. Yeah. Like, win the last minute of the round. Like, the last minute is so important. Like, he's so vital of the three. Exactly. Like, if you can leave that good impression, it's what the judge remembers last. The winner yes. remembers first. Even in that last 30 seconds. Yeah, exactly. And, and giving somebody that extra minute to tire out as opposed to a minute and a half, it's going to be a fucking huge difference. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good. It is. It's going to be very good. Right. I'm not exactly sure. Hang on, let's just give the fucking day to that fight before we get the fuck out of here. Can I just want to see it, like, can I implement it to the uh, Katie Taylor fight as well, please? I really hope so. Friday, October 27th? So today? What? You'd assume next year, maybe? <laughs> Hang on, what's happening right now? That's gotta be wrong. But it's like, it's full on, it's on the official design, like, page, so it's real, but it must be 2024. So that's how much time they're giving them to fucking figure it out. That's fucking... Well, I mean, Serrano won't be back till next year, but I'll be back next week, and Fru might be back at some point in time. Uh, at... No, no. Now. Fucking what? Like, the cards, the cards on now, bro. Holy shit! We're gonna go! <laughs> oh, fuck, that's great. At Squared Circle CSP on YouTube, Squared Circle Combat Sports Car- Sports, Car- Sports Podcast on any audio platforms, and uh, Return of the Whack is another podcast that I do talking shit about, not boxing. I'll see you soon. Froom will see you at some point. Thank you,